eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Second question from Robbie is also really good. Uh, what lessons do you think the Packers players and coaching staff learned this year? I ask since they tend to repeat their mistakes game after game. And we've talked about this a little bit, you know, on some of the other shows. But I do think that it's it's worth kind of rehashing because it is interesting. Oh, so you want me to give, so you want me to give my lessons. Okay. Um, well, hopefully tackling. Um. But I think we kind of talked about this after the Eagles loss. And I think this is just one of those years where we're going to see how the the coaching staff responds to adversity. And a lot of them players too, because there's a lot of young players on this team that haven't necessarily gone through losing seasons. They're, they're so fresh. They came on either like, you know, during the Lafleur era at some point where this team was winning 13 games a year, They were almost a a lock in the NFC as, you know, a team that analysts picked every season to go to the Super Bowl or at least make a deep playoff push. So to have this kind of season that they're having, I think, is like a wake up call for the locker room to see how they band together and respond to adversity, because winning is easy. It's not. It's really hard. But when you're winning, you know, it kind of masks a lot of deficiencies. So I think for Matt LaFleur and, you know, whatever happens with the rest of his coaching staff and the team, this is a lesson for them on how to respond to adversity and move forward, because, We've talked about it again on previous shows. There has kind of been a reputation around the NFL that when this team gets punched in the mouth, they can't respond. So I think this season is learning how to respond to getting punched in the mouth. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I would second all of those sentiments. I think um, this season's definitely taught them how much they need to rally around themselves. Um, I think it's been like, hopefully a bit of a galvanizing season for the locker room, just bringing them like losing can do one of two things. You can allow it to kind of tear each other apart or it can bring you together. And I hope that it's going to be a season that brings everyone together. I think we won't know some of the lessons that they've learned probably until next season. 
um, just because sometimes it takes some time for things to sink in. It takes an off season to be reflective and self scout, if you will. But I do hope that it's been kind of one of those seasons for Matt LaFleur as a leader to like kind of learn what his team needs, because you're right when you're winning, it's easy to just be kind of kind of excited. Yay. Look at us. We're amazing. But it's a lot harder to take like a hard look in the mirror and try to like be self-aware and grow from difficult experiences. So I think we'll see a lot of that from LaFleur, but and uh, the second one that I think we won't see until the off season is just like, are the Packers willing to actually make hard changes after one. difficult seasons? Like if they bring back Joe Barry, for example, then have we learned anything, you know, but if they decide to make changes, if they unfortunately have to make some potentially difficult roster situations, they, we actually already saw them do it by cutting Amari Rogers after the horrible fumble game. Like, that to me would be a huge lesson to just say, like, kind of remember, yes, we have to take care of our players. And yes, like we are a brotherhood, if you will, but this is also a business and we have to make good business decisions in order to stay a winning franchise. Yeah. I think that's really interesting because, you know, the question specifically asked about, you know, the coaching staff um, and the players, but I wonder if this kind of season changes things for the front office as well. Like, do they operate any differently? Do they swing maybe more for the fences and the Packers, you know, are not in a cap situation to make that happen this year, but you know, do mm-hmm. we see them kind of go quote unquote all in? And I think, you know, some of that'll be contingent upon if Aaron Rodgers is coming back or if he retires or what any of that looks like, but you know, everything is draft and develop and everything is very set in stone for how we think the Packers operate. So, you know, maybe this season, is there a wake up call where, you know, your window is closing, whether you want to believe it is or not. So, you know, you can either keep it half open for the next five seasons, or you can really put all your eggs in one basket and, you know, make the moves that we've seen teams like the Rams make and see how it pays off. But I mean, I'm not advocating for that. I think I'm more saying like you've had the same adage for decades now and like the NFL is different. So are you going to modernize with the times and like go and like, yes, some of that is making those decisions. And like I said, I'm not saying they should like totally throw everything that they've done over the last 30 years out the window, because obviously they've been like one of the most successful franchises in the NFL, whether fans want to complain or not about only having two rings. Like there are teams who have zero in that amount of time or longer. Yeah, like the Vikings and the Bears and lots of other teams, right, who haven't even gotten close to having as many opportunities. I mean, we're complaining about losing four NFC Championship games. Like what team has even made the NFC Championship game in that many times? And so there is a lot of good that this Packers team or franchise, I should say, have built in terms of like sustaining success. And I'm not saying throw it all out the window after one bad season. However, you should look at what went wrong this year and hopefully make tweaks to the process to modernize with the way the NFL is moving. Absolutely. I think that is very well said. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Um, We do have one more question. It is kind of a 
it's not a joke, but I don't know how you maybe are going to answer this. Very interested. Um, do you have a favorite Christmas cookie, Perry Goldstein? So I don't celebrate Christmas, as most listeners know. I'm Jewish. We celebrate Hanukkah and we eat jelly donuts. I love jelly donuts. What it's <laughs> worth. <laughs> and um, chocolate babka. And it's delicious. I'm coming over. Okay. <laughs> my favorite christmas cookie is spritz cookies and that's it there's nothing you know really special about that that's just my favorite kind of christmas cookie and i don't just eat them at christmas i eat them whenever i find them so um perry i have one more question for you before we wrap this up is there a game this week that you're most excited to watch considering the packers aren't playing like is there one on the schedule that you're going to tune into or are you just going to put on red zone for seven hours and like see what happens so I was actually thinking of doing something else with my Sunday. However, <laughs> also fair. I guess that's an option. <laughs> um, depending on the weather here, uh, New York has some really wonderful Christmas markets. I was hoping to go check one of those out. Um, but if I'm looking at the schedule, I mean, Dolphins Chargers looks fun. Bucks 49ers looks fun. Uh, Bill's Jets is going to be fun. So I may watch a little football, but I may also try to enjoy my Sunday. That's fair. I, I respect you for having interests outside of sitting in front of your television because I forgot that that was a thing that people do. Um, but maybe that's because it's like sleet snowing outside right now. So I don't really plan to leave my house for the next. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But what about you? What's the game you're looking forward to? Um, honestly, it's probably either Jets, Bill's or um, Eagles-Giants, just because Eagles-Giants, I think, is going to be really interesting as far as, you know, can the Eagles claim the one seed in the NFC um, down the stretch here? Please do. Eagles, please don't let the Vikings have the one seed. That's just gross. But yeah. I think any any final thoughts before we wrap the show? This was fun. I like, uh, I like when people send in questions, and we got some really fun ones this week. Yeah, it was a fun bi-week Q&A. Thank you, everyone, for participating. And uh, just looking forward to... We actually have two Sundays without Packers football because Packers don't play the Rams until yeah. Monday night. So it'll be 10 days until we we're recording this on December 9th, 10 days until we get Packers football again. So everyone enjoy the little break. <laughs> yes, that is all the time that we have for today. Um, thank you as always for listening to the show. You can find the podcast on Twitter at PWSS Podcast, on Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at Pax What She Said. You can find Perry on Twitter at Perry underscore Goldstein. You can find me on Twitter at Maggie J. Loney. Um, please, you know, look for the podcast, subscribe everywhere that you listen to your podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, all those good ones. Remember to download the show. It really helps us out with our listening numbers and go pack go. Go pack go. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 